Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Mulligans and Hackers podcast episode tour championship edition. It's been uh, about a month, but we're back. I'm Chris. I'm Alvin. And uh, it's that time of year where it's time for us to bring a wrap to our Mulligans and Hackers golf season. Yeah, the season itself, but holy crap, have we played a lot of golf in the last little while. Yeah. Since, since our season ended, uh played a lot of golf. Yeah, we've been trying to do 36 a day on the weekends. Um, I've gotten busy during the week, so I haven't been swinging the clubs as much as I'd like, but you've been getting down there when you can during the week. And then on the weekends, we've been trying to do 36 every day so we can make the most of the beautiful weather before it uh, Boy, turns it, south here shortly. It was nice this morning. Well, it was a little warmer than I thought it was going to be. The weather was nice. The, the game was not great on the first nine. That was terrible. <laughs> That was absolutely terrible. But that's golf, right? Lately, it's been a it is a love hate relationship, and lately, it's been more more hate than love. And we we've moved from the tips up to the blues, and I'd like to say our game, your game, got a little bit better there for at least a round. But I'd like to say that our, my game has gotten better, but it has not. But I don't know. It just seems I, I don't know if it's focus or or what, but just. Can't get anything going. Well, last weekend we played from the blues and then on uh, on the Sunday in the morning and I had the round of my life going like I parred the back for the first time ever. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. I was it even was a bogey and a birdie, right? And the rest were pars. Yes. Yeah. Bogey. Uh, no, sorry. Two bogeys and an eagle. I, oh, I eagled the par five. Right. So I went back to back bogeys on the two par threes and then I eagled the par five with a chip out eagle. Right. So and good. then I parred out the rest. I parred one to be even through 10, and then I bogeyed two, and then I parred three, parred four, bogeyed five, parred six, doubled seven, tripled eight, and then parred nine to finish uh, eight over, which, I mean, 74, eight over is a great score. But it was a little frustrating because I because I could have broke seventy just the way I was playing, but yes, it is it is what it is. That was a fun round, yeah. and then of course I paid the price for that today in the front. And I think uh, even that day I think I finished plus eleven on that Sunday. Yeah, so that tied my season best score. Yeah, so and was, you played really well so as well. It was and the day before we uh, we jumped in the car and we drove out to Burstall. And we played 36 in Burstall. Yeah, we played 18 in the morning. Um, just there, Of course, there's only nine holes out there. So we played bowl, uh, two sets of nine in the morning. And then we went for uh, lunch at Chevy's Thanks. Diner. Yeah. Um, got a little... Got a little... Carb uh, coma. Yeah, carb coma carb coming coma. out of that. You can check out a picture of the food on uh, on Instagram. 
at Mulligans and Hackers Golf. Uh, it was wild, and uh, I'd like to say the second nine was worse than the first nine for me, but they were both about the same mid nineties for me. Yeah, I didn't really particularly strike the ball well. I think the best nine I had so our first nine. I didn't play particularly well. I think I was 10, 10 or 11 over, 12, no, maybe even like 15 over for the first nine. Yeah. Then I bogeyed the second nine, so I was nine over for the second nine. Then we went for lunch and came back, and, and that second nine, I was loose enough after driving an hour out of town. I played okay, and then we had lunch, and then it just went off the rails. It was, it was yeah, I mean, it was worth the trip. It was a lot of fun. I oh, mean, I absolutely! Love yeah, yeah, man. And that, and little, that little community is is. It was fantastic. it was awesome, and I mean, you, you can't beat it for the price. I mean, I think, my front nine was plus ten, and then my second nine, I went plus three, including a double on nine, and I just I got around the course really, really well, and then I think I went plus six, coming back from from uh, lunch, and then I finished with another plus ten. So, I mean, I was mid-80s through both rounds of 18, which wasn't terrible considering how windy it was. Yeah, it was. there was quite a bit of wind. And it was their club championship, so we were we were working our way around those guys. And they were, they were fine, too. Yeah, it's it's a great little community out there. They're just a small town. They love when people come from out of town. I mean, 35 bucks to golf as many holes as you want a day uh, for the day. And it works on an honor system into the box. You gotta If you want a cart, you got to call ahead, and then you got to pay for that. But, I mean... The price is unbelievable. You can get a full full membership without a cart for four hundred bucks mm-hmm. for the year out there. Yep. Like it's an hour for us to drive out there, but I mean it's it damn near tempting. It's fun. I, I like it. And it, the the par five. I think we I, we posted a video of you um, at the par five. The second part. Second. Par yeah. The five. second par five. Um, if you play it out to the right, um, if you look on our Instagram post, there's a little video there of what you look at. Which is a wall of trees on your second shot, and and water, and water, and uh, and you either got to go through it or around or, or over top of it. And if you get tight to the water, which I did on my second time through, yes, you it's nearly impossible to get over. Yeah, yeah, and I hit like a really high ball. I had to go through. I had found a gap, and I was able to get it through and drive it up the left side of the fairway. But it's. Uh, there are some really, really long holes out there, and then there's a couple of shorter ones that kind of kind of give you a chance to score. But I mean, if you if you're not on the fairway out there, it can be difficult to put up a good score yes. just just because it is in a farmer's field, yeah, right? It's prairie grass, right? Like uh, there's no good lies if you're off the fairway. No, no, it's it's atrocious. But I mean, that's to be expected. Good, though. Yeah, and, and I mean, like when we got there, they said they ran out of water two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so it was a little drier than they would like, but ultimately still course was in really good, great shape. Um, the greens were good. The, again, the, the people out there are just amazing. And, uh, you know, when they're, when they're fully watered and they got their water going all the time, I don't think there's a, a course in town that has better fairways than them. Yeah. Cause they use affluent water, right? Yep. So it's just like, it's so nice. Really nice. I enjoyed it. And I think. Did we make it to Burr or to uh, Bow Island? We, yeah, Bow yeah, Island. Bow a couple a couple weeks earlier, we went to Bow Island. This was uh, after our season ended. We kind of yeah. made a couple trips out of town. Yeah, yeah. We just you know we started um, doing our thing. So we went out to Bow Island on I think it was Labor Day. Yeah, because it was a Labor Day Monday. Yeah, yeah. And we went out there, and the first time we'd been out there this year, and 
We played 18 holes. Um, again, a little bit of a windy day. Yeah, oh, that's, yes, it was a really windy day. Yeah. i trying to remember how I scored out there. I don't think I played particularly well. But, we didn't uh, play We didn't play great, but we didn't play terrible. The uh, high, highlight of that round was probably the moose on 18. Yeah, that was wild. I don't see too many of them out around here. No, we were yeah, just like for sure. looking for our balls on the right side, and all of a sudden he pops out of the trees and just says, hey, what's up? So that so, was interesting. Uh they had a plow wind a couple of days before we went out there. And That's correct. On the Saturday night. On the Saturday. And they, uh, there was a lot in, in the rough. There was a lot of debris. Yeah. They yeah were, the fairways and greens cleaned up, but the, uh, the rough had a lot of debris and it was really tough to find your ball if you were off the, uh, off the fairway. Um, but in the wind, that par three that you played. Well, the first par three, they come, they come to, I hit a, it's like a hundred and, I don't know, like 130 yards. So I hit a, I've hit a full pitching wedge. And I, I pured it and I hit it and it just goes up, 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 up. Cause I hit a big ball and it was like, it hit a friggin' wall and went like 90 yards out <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and it went straight started down. started to come back, come back to us a little bit. And uh, it was a really nice uh, 90 yard pitch wedge for you. Yeah, it was, uh, that was a little bit of fun. I mean, that brings its own challenges, but it's been good. Um, I got out to Redcliffe the last couple weekends out uh, to play with one of my other buddies. I made it out to Redcliffe with uh, some of my friends a few weeks before, Bow Island as well. That's where we, uh, Chris sawed off the uh, 150 yard marker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't do too bad out there. I went plus, what did I do? Plus 17, plus 16 in the two rounds. So it wasn't terrible. Um, in the past, playing out there because it's on top of the river, the river ba- uh, bank, they can be really windy, but, um, I was able to deal with the wind pretty good this year. And like the second time I went out this past Sunday, in the afternoon, it was very calm, like dead calm. There was like basically no wind at all. Um, so tomorrow, my buddy's going to come out to uh, Cottonwood in the afternoon, and uh, we're going to get him out there. So I don't think he's ever played there with his, with his wife. So get another round in. Um, yeah, and then other than that, like we, so we go back to August the twenty second, our second last event of the season. Yeah, I know. I think that was uh, the day after we recorded our last podcast. I yeah, believe. Yeah, we had that event. And then a week after that was um, the Halo tournament. The Halo tournament, and then then our tour championship our the weekend tour, after. The, the, well, we played or we no, played sorry, the Halo on, on the, the Friday. Friday, correct. And then Saturday and Sunday was our tour championship, correct. So yeah, so going back to the twenty second, that was uh, that was event number thirteen um, down at Cottonwood, and it ended up uh, so so Alvin had a bit of a rough day. He went. Uh, Plus 26 to finish in fifth. Uh, Dave finished in fourth with a plus 24. Clark, uh, who had one of the crazy, a crazy season to rival my season last year. It, it, he Agreed. was he was outstanding all year long and, and basically unbeatable. He finished third at plus 19. And then Darren and myself ended up tied at plus 13. So we ended up playing uh, at different times. Um in the day and we weren't able to get back down there for our uh our tiebreaker our sudden death tiebreaker so we went out um the monday night after work Mm -hmm. we we met down there and uh we started on hole one and we went out and we played a uh the first hole playoff um i hit mine i was we were both kind of up the fairway our tee shots were good. Um, 
he put his second shot long into the bunker off the back. I put my second shot just off the left side of the of the green. Um, I took my wedge. I put it within four, four and a half feet for a good look at par. Um, Darren whiffed one out of the bunker. And then he hit a second shot out of the bunker, put it on, and then stepped up and, and made a clutch eight-foot bogey putt to put the pressure on me for my uh, par putt. And earlier in the season, um, I had probably a one-and-a-half, two-footer when I was in a playoff with you. Yep. And I missed it yep. uh, to, send it, to send it to a second hole. Well, this time around, I stepped up on my par putt and I drained it center cup to to uh win the win in the first playoff hole and take the uh take, the take that event and pick up a thousand points um and then we just kind of we carried on i was like hey you want to play a few more holes like because we we have that tournament coming up next or on friday so we just went and we started blasting balls trying to figure out our distances so we could get prepared for uh our halo scramble that we played in on the the upcoming friday mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah i really needed to uh I needed to finish in that event. I needed to beat Clark yeah. and have him finish down for me to have a chance to beat him for the, uh, for the season, the chase for the cup yeah. and finishing fifth out of the fifth guys and Clark finishing cup pretty much put me out of the chase for the cup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Clark was just, like I said, Clark was almost unbeatable. He thought he, he finished pretty well in the top three all season long. I think there was one, maybe two events where he struggled, mm-hmm. but outside of that, he was he was right there. So if you were going to beat him, you had to actually beat him. Yep. He, he played a yep. lot of good golf this year. So and I mean that pretty much locked up all the awards for him except for the uh, except for the tournament championship jacket. Yeah, well, and the tour championship was still up for grabs at that point. He had locked up uh, um, by then. He had locked up season wins. I think how many did he end with? Five, uh, six, that- five. Uh, at that point, he had six wins. Yeah, so he so he ended up with, or uh, so he had locked it in with his six wins. So even if he was going to win the tour championship, no one was going to catch him regardless. No. Um, he had already secured the purple sombrero for out of town points. Uh, he had locked that up a couple we a few weeks earlier. Um, he had a pretty good stranglehold on the the cup. Yeah, for for yeah. for season points accumulated. I mean, yeah, I mean, I because th- how how many was he ahead of you going into the tour championship? Going into the tour championship, uh, he was eighteen hundred points ahead of me. Yeah, so it was basically so, over. So so, re- so really, I would have had to finish first in the tour championship, and he really would have had to finish. We would have needed a few more guys, I think, for the tour and, championship and, and for him, for him to, drop to finish off. towards the bottom, and it just didn't play out that way. Yeah. So and then, uh, yeah, and then I think. Yeah, so he had wins, points, uh, or the season cup, and uh, and the purple sombrero. So and the, was that it? Well, he won the major. Oh he, yes, he and he the, and he won the inaugural major this he year. He won the jug. So yeah, so, so that, I mean, he was cleaning up on the trophies, and the only yeah. one he had left was we, was the jacket at the end. That's right. So we'll we'll touch on the Halo tournament in a few minutes, but moving on to our tour championship weekend. So it's a two day cumulative tournament worth double the points in the, in in the chase for the season cup as well as the Tour Championship jacket at the end of the weekend. Um, going into the weekend, I was the defending champion. And uh, day one was kind of... Day one was a little up and down. Um, but I think at the end of the first day, Clark Clark, Clark was- shot an 83 or an 84. 
Yeah, he had two strokes on me after the first day. So he shot an 84. Yeah. He shot an 84. Uh, Clark shot an 84. Because it, it was pretty windy that day too, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Clark shot an 84, I believe. And you and I both shot 86s because yes. we were tied for second. We were tied for second, yeah. Um, And then I think everybody else was kind of... They were, they were out of it. They were they kind of put themselves in a hole. Yeah. Right? They, so, so I think going into the second day, it was the three of us. Yes. Yeah. Because we, we, we always do it as, you know, the, the chasing pack goes out in the first group. And then the pack that's close to each other, including in, the leaders, go out in the second, in the group, second group. Just so just like a major would go. We went out in the second group. Yeah. So we went out in the second group. And I think, uh, you know, we both kind of tried to make tried to make runs and uh clark kind of left the door kept leaving the door open yep and uh and the fr- and we that was a reverse nines that day yes so, so we went on the back yes yeah, so and the- i think i i either doubled or tripled tripled number 10 off the start and clark may have bogeyed it so he gained a couple he of birdied strokes. it birdied it yes he birdied it so because gave- i i bogeyed it and i lost two strokes right off the hop yeah so <laughs> that was that was a tough start but um, after the Saturday, uh, when I got home, I was, I was kind of sitting down thinking about what I was doing. And so on at Cottonwood, when we play from the blacks, I have about, there's about six, six, maybe seven shots. When I get off the tee box in the 160 to 170 range, and that would be a six iron for me. Yep. And I can't hit my six iron accurately. So they all, it always puts me out of shape for my for my birdie chance. Yep. So when I got home on Saturday and I was two strokes behind, I actually went and did a little bit of research on my clubs that I'm using, the Wilson D7s. And my six iron is a 25-degree loft. Okay. So I know a guy in town that has a bunch of clubs that he puts online for sale and stuff. So I messaged him and I said, hey, you wouldn't happen to have a hybrid around the 25, 26-degree range for sale and he actually sent me a picture back of a of a king cobra five hybrid and it was it's a 26 degree loft so i immediately left the house went and picked that up put it in the bag for sunday yep and that won me the day yeah yeah in the end it was you ended up coming out on top you beat clark by i think you finished at plus 37 as a as a total and then uh, Clark finished at plus 40, and I finished in third at plus 41. And the thing, like, the door was open all day. Yeah, because he had a few strokes on me after number 10, which was the first hole we started. Yeah. When we went to number 11, I parred number 11. Yep. And I can't remember what Clark did. But when we got to the next hole, well, we got through the two par threes then. Yes. So the first par three, oh, I, I always struggle with, and I think I bogeyed it. And then the next par three was the first time I pulled out that five hybrid. And yeah, and you put well, it on, if I don't remember. Yeah, and I put it on, two putter for par, got off. Yep. Then, because this is what we call my amen corners, the back-to-back par threes and the par five. Yeah, 12, 13, and 14. 14. So the next par three, well, I got the second par three was a par. So then we move out to the par five, and we're playing from the blacks. Yep. And I hit five hybrid, five hybrid, five hybrid, and put it 12 feet to the right of the pin, two putted for par. Yep. And that's where Clark started to come off the rails because I think he triple bogeyed that hole. Yeah, I do believe he had an eight so there. So I had a par and he had a triple. Yep. And this is where I started to gain strokes because then the next hole, 
is a par four, and it's one of the longer par fours on the course. 15, yeah. And usually when I get off the tee box from the blacks, I'm about 160, 165 out. So, and I very rarely hit this green because of my six iron inaccuracy. Right. So I took out the five hybrid, and I plunked right on the back of the green, pin high. Yep. Two putted for par. Yep. So I got through my amen corner, one over. Yep. And Clark got through it at like five or six over. So he was just handing me backstrokes. Yeah, yeah. And where and were you through that through that stretch? I was I was just kind of hanging around. Um, I I had opportunities. Uh, I look back now, and I think at the end of the day, um, I think I ended up like I said that I said on the first day, I was like, I don't think I could play worse. Because <laughs> I did, I did the first day I played terrible, and he, yeah, here I am. I'm two strokes back going into the second day, and I'm like, okay, well. I know I'm fully capable of shooting like an 80. Like that's what it's going to take to win it. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I didn't play great. Uh, You know, there was some, some uncharacteristic chips. Um, I I missed a lot of putts and I had my putter sorted coming into the weekend. Like I was feeling good about it. I just, for whatever reason, it just was not my day. Just wasn't meant to be. I made it every time I would make a run or or put a hole together. I couldn't put multiple holes together for whatever reason. So, you know, I, every time I felt like I was cracking the door open and giving myself an opportunity and, and watching either you, you know, picking up strokes on you or picking up strokes on Clark, you know, I'd pick up one or two or maybe even three. And then the next hole I go and give them back. Yeah. And so it was, you know, I was fighting an uphill battle all day. I mean, I, I stayed in the fight and I get, I gave it a chance the whole day, but I just ultimately ended up too many back going into the, going into the front and it just, you know, I had to settle for third and that's, that's okay. I I mean, I'm, I am happy for you. Yep. I'm happy that you, so, you got the win. So yes, <laughs> down the stretch, I think we were, we got through number six on the front, which was our, would have been our back nine. I knew I was close to Clark. Yeah. Like we were really, really close. So then on number seven which would have been our 16 number 16 of the day yeah which is by the way one of the probably the toughest part three, toughest part three. um i used the five hybrid put it on the green two putt par yep and i think clark put it out to the right and i'm i can't remember if he bogeyed or double bogeyed but that was the hole where i caught him yeah so and, then, and I had like five or six three putts. So yeah. this, this was the other thing, right? Like I look at my scorecard. I looked at my scorecard after and I'm like, I'm hitting greens yeah. on, on the Sunday. I was hitting greens and I was playing well. I just could not make a putt when it when it counted. Yeah. And it was just one of those days where nothing wanted to drop for me. So you tied him up on the seventh, yeah. which left the eighth and the ninth to go. And uh, I think I think I parred both and I think he bogeyed both. If I can remember, I, he I, doubled one. He doubled he one. took a drop on eight. Right, he took a drop on eight. So I knew I had him there, and I only had to tie him on the on the eighteenth. Yeah, and uh, I parred it, and I think he might have parred it. But as I was walking off the green, I knew I had. Yeah, I, I, at that point, I had, knew I had won, and I was. Uh, I gave a few fist pumps as I was walking off the green with the boys looking at me there. Yeah, uh, I kind of figured I had it, and then when we went and did the scoring and. Uh, I had it and I got my first major. Yep. I was particularly happy. Wow. Well, I yeah. was particularly happy that it was the jacket. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, With that's the tour the, championship. I won the tour championship, a major event in our whole uh, tour. And I mean, that's what, that's what I've been playing for the last two years is to win. Is win the major. To, to win a major and, and, and 
And the cool thing is, is that, you know, the two times that we've played the tour championship, it just so happens to work out that we both now have one. Yes. Being being the founding guys of oh, Mulligans and Hackers, hackers. Um, it just kind of worked out that way. And it makes it a little more novel that Clark didn't sweep all the awards this year, like you swept all the awards last year. Yep. So we had a little bit of a, a little bit, bit of diversity, diversity in our, yep. and uh, I was really happy that I got the jacket. Yeah. And I I won't I won't lie to you. I'm actually proud I got the jacket because I really wanted the jacket. I'm proud. I'm proud you were able to handle it because I mean, there's been times throughout the year where you get a little adversity and and you let it get to you. Yes. And and on those two days, you you kept steady yeah. and, and you kept your head down. And even when things didn't go go your way, you kept going hole by hole, and, shot by shot. And I wanted it. I <laughs> on the on the Saturday, like I wanted it, and so I knew I kind of had to just stay close and and just stay close and let's see what happens here and and. I was able to do it with uh, a new club in the bag. Yep. And that club, I was, seriously, there was like six shots that round that saved me um, and kept me in position, right? Par, getting pars on holes that I normally don't get pars on and keeping me close to the greens on greens that I have no chance of ever hitting. So it was, it was, I was happy. Um, I got my major, I got my jacket. It can, can't be taken away from me now. And, uh, well, we got to give, I mean, before, before we wrap up talking about our major, we got to give an honorable mention to Darren, who once again he shot a ninety-two, I think, on the, on the Saturday, and he came out and he ripped around on the Sunday. And I think he shot the best round out of everybody, yeah. and, and tried to close the gap, but just ended up too many strokes back going in. Um, and I, he did the same thing last year. But again, he, he I think he played he played nine events this year. Yep, maybe nine events. And he had two wins. Yeah. Right? So if he played more, he'd win more. Yep. For we, sure. We He's just, it. it's one of those things where. He's just, where his, he is in his life. We're old guys with, we're. we're our priorities are a little different. A little now. different because golf is our hobby now, right? Yeah. Like, so. Um, yeah. yeah. It was, it was nice. It was, it was good to win it. And uh, I'm happy. Well, we ended up having, because there was, I think there was six, seven, seven. No, six or seven guys for the weekend because Jake was down too. Because on the Friday, um, on the Friday, Jake came down Thursday night. And on the Friday, you, me, Darren, and Jake, um, we played in the, the, Halo, the Halo Charity uh, Classic. $100,000 Charity Classic. Yes. Right. So in the morning, we went out. Uh, we got a quick round in in the morning. None of us worked that day. So we got I a think round. We, we played best ball that morning. Yeah, we did yeah. just to, just to kind of get an idea. We didn't know what teams we'd a, be playing it, from it was or a whatever. And, and I think we played from the Blues. Yeah, we played morning. from the Blues in the morning. And what did we shoot? Plus eight or minus eight, sorry? No, we were 10 under. 10? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we, were, we were 10 under. We that's were 10, right. 10 under through that. And then when we get back to the clubhouse, we had a little bit of a bite to eat before we got out to the tournament. Then yep. we found out we were playing from the Blacks. Great. Yep. Because we're used to playing from the blacks, because we play pretty much played there all year. Well, it ended up being kind of a combo, really, because some holes we played from the blacks, and then others you played from the blues. I guess, and and it really wasn't marked great. So there were some teams that were still playing from the blues because that's where the signage was yes. and whatever else. Yes. So it, I mean, at the end of the day, it it was fun. So we. Yeah, we started on hole 15, which is the one after the par 5. Yep. And and conveniently enough in the morning shotgun start, that's the exact same hole we started on. <laughs> so it kind of we, we, everything kind of worked out okay that way. Yep. So um that was the longest drive hole and we started on that hole. We played I think up until number 3. 
I think we were like one or two under. Yeah. Like we 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 kind of just played even keel for a bit, and then on three, which it has the water in the front, it's the par four. Um, in the morning, I think it was Jake hit a hit a nice bomb that we were able to get, and we we birdied it. We weren't able to get the eagle. Well, this time around, um, Darren hit one absolutely flush, put it just on the top fringe of the green, not mm-hmm. too far from the from the flag, and uh, we were able to drain the eagle putt. The eagle putt made yeah. the eagle. Um, this came after actually. Now they go back hole seventeen. Um, my drive actually hit the green, a longer par four. We we had an eagle opportunity. You guys missed, and I was anchoring the putting, and uh, I hit my putt. It hit the cup, dropped below the dirt line, and then all of a sudden popped back up and sat on the edge. And, and we ended up having to take a birdie. Um, so that's kind of kind of how how we all got started there. And then so yeah, so we eagled eagled uh, three. Got a couple more birdies throughout um, on the on the hole in one hole uh, where the the fifty thousand dollar hole in one hole number seven. I don't think any of us even came close to the green, did we? Jake hit the green. Jake hit the green. The other three of us didn't hit the green. And they had said that all day long, um, there was only like three or four guys that yeah. went that came through hit yeah, the green. It's, it's the toughest it, part it's, three on the course, man. It's hard. That it's is a hard, hard hole. Well, yes. I mean, today you finally that's the last hole you needed to birdie, right? Yes. And you chipped out for birdie. I chipped out for birdie. Yeah, I put mine f- way out to the right, close to the cart path, and I'm working on the my 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 wedges to to chip. Yep. And it just so happens that I got a really good loft off of the club, hit the green, rolled out, and got my birdie. And that's so now I've officially birdied every, every hole, on the, hole on the course at least once. That's awesome. So finishing up for the Halo tournament, yep. during the tournament, we finished the tournament at 12 under. Correct. Um, what and, and I mean, some of the other holes, was there any other highlights from our holes? Oh, uh, number 11. Number 11. So we get up there. Uh, hit a drive. It was almost reminiscent of our July first uh, to uh, when when the two of us played in that little scramble. And we get up there. Um, Jake kind of hits his chip, puts it close. You t- you hit second, and almost from the exact same spot, almost from the exact same pin location, you chipped uh, chipped us out for eagle. Right, right. And, and that was because that was when epic. we played when we played the Canada Day tournament. It was reverse. I hit the drive up there, and you put in the chip for eagle. Right, and this time I hit the drive up from the blacks, right. and you put in the chip and in I for the eagle. In for eagle, yeah. Yep, and then uh, so we ended on the par five. So there was the you know pay the pro to hit your drive yeah. thing up there, and and, and he us- <laughs> and he gets to hit it from the blues, yeah. but otherwise we got to hit it from the blacks. Well, the guys in front of us paid them to hit it, whatever. I think they were like 120 yards out or something. Yeah, well, again, he was a little bit of spray and pray from that guy too, right? Like, yeah, he wasn't he he wasn't a he wasn't a fairway finder really. No, he was, and, just, he was just really long, but not really accurate. That's right, and and I mean none of us had the cash to pay him because I think it was like oh, so 20 we all bucks hit to our own him. Shots. Yeah, so everyone hit theirs, and I mean I hit mine, and I actually crushed mine inside of his drive that he gave those guys yep. uh, from the blacks. So I gave us like, a, I think 115 or 110 yards into the green. And uh, I think we ended up with a birdie. We, we weren't able to convert the eagle, but I think we ended up with a birdie. And uh, yeah, so we finished at 12 under. And then... That was a lot of fun too. It was a great day. That, that was a great really day. Good. And then they add on your handicap. Yeah. So I think our handicap amongst us going into that tournament was like 17 yeah. or something. 17. So that would have put us at 29 under. Well, there was a group of ladies there that had a, like a 30 plus handicap. 
Yeah, well, that's I, the ones who won, right? They the, must have, yeah. The, the ladies won, and, and their handicap was like thirty-four. So really, all they had to do was play around par, even golf, and they won the tournament outright, anyways. So yeah, which is which is kind of crazy because I mean, if you're going into a tournament like that, you should have a max a, a max handicap rating so that it's it's fair for everybody. Um, like the guys in front of us were, like one guy was a one guy was a, a single digit handicap for sure, and they finished second. And I think they shot like 30 some under as well. Cause the winning score was 35 under yeah. and we would have been 29 under and we didn't even finish in the top five. Nope. That's the crazy part. Right. But I mean, when we were talking about it, when we were having dinner down there, you know, we all felt good about our game. We felt like yeah. we played really well. Yeah. And I think um, if we were in a scramble tournament for money, like the rolling hills one or whatever, the uh, dedication to, uh, rules and handicaps would have been a little more prevalent. Yes, because yeah. there's cash on the line. Yeah, right? well, this, it, was, it, this was more of just a charity tournament. So. Yeah, and I mean Halo is important for us here down down in southern Alberta. Um, so it was the best thing was is I think they were like one team short of a sellout. Sellout, um, so that was good. Yeah, so I think that thirty five teams. And, and really, that, that's that's we played in this charity tournament because uh, my father in law was saved by right. Halo Air Ambulance. So. It was something for me that uh, I wanted to be in, and Darren as well. Yep. And we actually had a chance to thank uh, the uh, one of one of the committee members from Halo. Yep. Uh, and, both me and Darren. So. And I mean, we also got uh, if you look on our Instagram page or our Facebook page, the uh, you'll see a picture of the the team with the Halo, with helicopter, the Halo helicopter. If you guys aren't yep. familiar with it, um, it was kind of cool. They brought it down and and they landed it on one of the tee boxes on the seventh on, on the seven tee box. Yep. And then, because uh, that was a fifty thousand dollar hole in one hole, the big yeah, big, money, big hole. money hole. So they kind of had it there, which was kind of cool. And then, I mean, we had uh, a nice little dinner and a little uh, prize ceremony. And then, uh, yeah, that was that. that. Was it. And and man, th- that was a blast. We are definitely going to play in that again next yeah. year. It, it was a ton of fun. Um, win, lose, or draw. We we pick. We played some great golf, and we had a great scramble team. Oh, that. That scramble team is unbelievable. It, like, it really complements each other well. Exactly. Like, I mean, we were never out of shape on any of the holes. No, I mean, because, you know, essentially someone would lay one out there and then everybody else would just give her beans and try to try to put it, you know, put it on or whatnot. Because on, on Cottonwood, you can be aggressive on just about every hole if someone lays one in there. You bet. You bet. So that's the beauty of it. And then, uh, yeah, outside of that, I think uh, our season... We're, we're, we're winding down here now because winter's coming fast. We're trying to get as many rounds in it as we can. Not too fast. We played this morning. We're doing the podcast. We're going back down to the course to play another 18. Uh, tomorrow, we're having a little challenge match. Yes, that's right. In the morning, we're the morning. Uh, who are we playing? We are going to play a couple of guys, Shay and Nathan, from um, Safe Par- or the Sneaker Podcast Show. So uh, I've known Nathan for a while, and uh, I hear Shay is um, is an avid golfer, likes the sport. So yep. we've been trying to work this out for a little while to get down and uh, just four of us go down and play a two on two. I think we're going to play Stableford rules. Yeah, yeah, um, whatever, whatever you guys want or and, whatever they uh, want to do. We'll do a cool. little bit of a little video, a little bit of some picks, and uh, get it up on our social media tomorrow. Uh, probably have those guys join us at some point here on a podcast. Probably, may, may, maybe bet. jump on theirs at some point and do a little crossover. Maybe. Yep, we'll do something. Uh, uh, I'm excited to go out and play golf with Nathan and Shay. Um, Shay is excited about our 
online golf that we're going to do this winter on the the old Twitcher there. Yeah, we, so we, so for those of you guys that that don't know, um, we started up a Twitch channel. Yep. Uh, and the plan is to get PGA Two K Twenty Three. Yep, with Tiger Woods on the cover. And uh, you know, have a little bit of some do some, some streaming, some some golf streaming. You know, maybe some tournaments amongst uh, the Mulligans and Hackers yep. guys, or anybody uh, else that wants to jump on and join with some, us. Shay Shay was really interested in the Twitch streaming thing, so maybe Shay will jump on and play play with us for a round or two, and uh, we'll shoot the shoot the breeze on the uh, on the old streams there, and then maybe we'll record them and put them up on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of ways to do that. I mean, we're kind of new to Twitch, but we'll figure it out as we go. We're working on it now. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's kind yeah. of Alvin's baby right yeah, now. Yeah, and so. I'm uh, totally technologically inept, so I'm figuring it out as we go along. And well, you're they, good at the video game part, anyways. He, well, again, you know, when, I'm, when it's on easy, yeah, you bet. <laughs> so, but I mean, that uh, PGA 2K23 looks really. I'm really sweet. excited because I do believe this time they actually have uh, uh, player skills. They do. They have player tributes, so, player skills. So that, um, that was something that was lacking in the last one. I really found it boring that you couldn't elevate your golfer the way you wanted them. Yeah, or build build them build, to, to build you, them right? To your specs, what you want, whether you want a long driver or a short game guy or a putter. Yep. You know, you had attributes you could put in. Um, Which, I like that part of a game. So I'm really excited to see what they did with 2K23. I think that's been a long time coming, honestly, in a golf game. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of the other games you have, you know, you level up, you get your attributes. Yeah. I don't think the golf game should be any different. Like, you should you should start with a, you know, baseline for everybody. And then as you go, you you know, you want to put more into power, you put more into power. You want yeah. more into finesse, you put more into finesse. Um, so if anybody out there is going to play uh, PGA Tour 2K23 and wants to jump on for a, for a round, when we were playing, just shoot us an email, shoot us a message on Instagram, yeah, or, or Facebook, and uh, we'll get you on, and we'll uh, we'll play some golf for sure. Uh, the other beautiful thing about PGA Two K Twenty Three is that uh, Tiger Woods signed on for ten years to be a program developer for it. That makes me happy. So he's going to be. So I mean, his golfing days are maybe a little bit less, but he's going definitely going to try and be involved in that stuff, especially with him and Rory kind of starting their. Uh, you think he'll go out on the Champions Tour? I don't know. I, I think it depends on how his body holds up. I mean, he's he's had a lot of, you know, a lot of injuries. His car crashed last year, kind of. I know he loves his golf and he, and he and wants to get back the out. Reason I say, the reason I say, ask if he would go out on the Champions Tours, I didn't watch him play golf a lot when he was in his prime or or even in his waning days, we'll say, before his injuries and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I didn't get to see him play a lot. If he went to the Champions Tour, we'd get a chance to see him play. And maybe not at prime time uh, level, yep. but just to see him play. Yeah. Right? And I'd like to see Tiger play more. I mean, I go and watch a lot of the older golf yes. on, you know, Masters, U.S. Opens, uh, British Opens. There's final rounds of those on YouTube that you can go and watch. And I enjoy watching those. I actually enjoy watching that way more than watching golf right now because of the whole PGA Live thing. It's just a drama and I, I got no time for it. Yeah. So I go back and watch the history of the of the of the sport. Yep. Because I like history. Yeah. And so there's a ton of old golf to go watch, so I just go watch it. Um I'm not quite to Tiger Woods' era in the Masters yet, but I'd like to see the guy play. Yeah. And I'd like to see I'd like to see him if if he went and played in the Champions Tour, I'd like to see how he competes in the chat because I bet you the fire is still there if he if, oh, if he were to go I was reading an article the other day and, and he he had said that you know the compete the compete's always gonna be there. 
It's does he have the focus that he used to have? And and that was the difference, right? Like he had always said, he's like, I wasn't the most, he's like, I wasn't the, the biggest guy. I wasn't the most powerful guy. I wasn't the strongest guy. He's like, but what I did have that nobody else had was I'd go out to a golf course and I'd throw balls into trees and try and ha- figure out <laughs> how to make par out of that. And he's like, that's the kind of drive that, that he developed as a young, young adult coming into the game of golf, right? So I'm not sure where his future lies in the game. I know his son is, if his son picks up golf and decides it's his thing, he he'll, could he'll be, be real good. He'll be really good. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that Tiger is very, you know, from everything that we've seen, he's very supportive of his son. If that's, but he's not pushing him. So he said, you know, if that's kind of what Charlie wants to do, then I think his dad's probably gonna. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if if Charlie hits that age and he gets into into the golfing like that. If Tiger's not on the bag for him, maybe. I mean, could you imagine? It's like, could you get a better caddy than Tiger Woods? Yeah, I'm not quite sure Tiger's uh, legs would hold up to carry in the bag, though. <laughs> but, I mean, could you get a better caddy? Uh, he'd be... Yeah, I, I don't know. He'd be pretty good, I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be crazy. But, I mean, whatever, whatever you know, holds the future for him. I mean, I, I watched more golf than you did uh, during, during Tiger's time. And I mean, again, we grew up in such a time where we had Tiger Woods in golf. We had, you know, Tom Brady in football. We had Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky and uh, Sidney Crosby and LeBron James. And it's just like, it's such a rich time of um, like high, high end athletes that, you know, we'll look back in 20 years and be like, holy man, that was a golden era. But, but again, I missed like Tiger's prime in golf. I missed a lot of that. Like I missed. Yeah. Cause Mike, you really weren't into golf. I, wasn't golf, into golf, right? and I like, missed Mike Weir's 2003 yep, uh, yep. masters win for Canada. Right. I missed all of that stuff. So I, I watched a lot of golf. Like, I mean, I didn't play a lot of golf cause I, cause I really never picked up, picked up a club and got into golf very much until just a few years ago, but I did watch a ton of golf cause I've always watched a lot of sports. Um, and I mean, a guy's charismatic as Tiger is just like, if you watch him once, you're just like, holy shit, I got to see what this guy's doing. Right. And, and you just kind of get locked in. You know, maybe I didn't watch all four rounds of a tournament, but I sure as hell was watching the Sunday round to, to see For what sure. was happening. For sure. So it, it'll be interesting to see, see where the game goes and uh, see how he proceeds for his future. Um yeah, and outside of that, we're we're gonna play a lot of golf in the next few weeks. And yeah, we're gonna do try our and thing get as and... much in as we can, and then I gotta count my rounds, see where I actually made it this year. I had a goal of hitting a hundred rounds. Not quite sure if I'm gonna get there, but I'm gonna be damn close. You gotta be freaking close. I'm at like almost eighty, I think, and I missed five weeks. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, I gotta be close. And it would be nice if I hit the hundred mark. That would, I mean, that would be crazy. A hundred rounds of golf in a year for us, right? Well, we for don't, you, we don't, I, I played 125 last year. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but we don't get uh, we don't get a full 12 months to play golf here, right? No, so. no, no. We like we're lucky. You know, it's we got this week probably. Yeah, maybe another week or two, but depending on how it goes, because all the seasons have been about a month behind. Yeah, so we might get a really nice October. That would be nice. It would be nice to play t- till like the third week of October. That'd be great. Yep. Um, and then I think we'll just we're gonna we're gonna move into the simulators. I was thinking about joining a men's league at the Sims this uh, winter. Yeah. So they could still shoot, swing the clubs at least once a week. Yeah. That's a, that's an option as well. And I think you know as long as the old coof doesn't shut down the uh, simulators again this winter, we'll get more golf in throughout the winter for sure. Because we uh, have a cup. We have three places, three or four places now in town that 
in the wintertime puts up simulators. Well, just about all the golf courses now have. Yeah. They kind of all have, jumped on that, have, right? We have Studio 4. Yep. That's actually a golf simulator place. Correct. Specific, four, yep. Four bays. Yep. And there's a little pub there in a really nice environment. Um, then I think Medicine Hat puts up a simulator. Our home course of Cottonwood puts up a Desert simulator. Desert Bloom does. Desert Bloom. So, so there will be simulators around and... Um, one of these places got to get got to step up to the plate and get Augusta on one of these things. Well, I think I do believe that Studio Four has Augusta, or or do they have Augusta? No, they but don't. it's not. No, Mac had Augusta down at Cottonwood, but, but it's like not a, Augusta it's because not, you can't call it Augusta. You can't call it Augusta. Yeah. But it basically was a, uh, the Augusta layout. Because for us, we're never going to be able to play Augusta. No, I damn well want to play Augusta. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, and then I mean, throughout the winter, we'll kind of we'll get some. Special guest podcast We've, going. We're going to go do some more special guest podcasts throughout the winter. You know, maybe once a month, twice a month, we'll put out some on our uh, on the old social medias there. And uh, we've got some people that you know we we really want to talk to, and they've they've agreed. So we'll set some stuff up and uh, yeah. And then and look at what the, look at what the season looks like next year for the season or yep. the tour yep. tour season. It's it might I don't I don't even know what it's going to look like next year. Yeah, we, we have talked about uh, not so much a travel tour next year, but actually a medicine hat tour next year. Yeah, like again, still you know staying out at the home course of Cottonwood, but it, all of our purple sombrero days would be you know medicine hat golf and country, Connaught, uh, Desert Bloom, Redcliffe. You know those four. Maybe maybe the par three. No hell no <laughs> hell no. No, I was I'm, I'm totally against that too. I don't want to go down to the par three. Uh, the par the par three serves again, its purpose, would, but that, not for us. But but again, that would put us at Desert Bloom, Red Cliff, Cannot, I mean, that would be our four yep. out of towns that we normally would do. Yep. So once and month, all very different courses, very different courses, very very different courses. Um, so it, it I've would, never played Desert Bloom. It would, we were thinking about getting it in towards the end of the year, but it didn't kind of work out. But, it's uh, too late now because it gets too frigging cold out there yeah. and windy. Like, well, if we if we're gonna go next year, well, I mean, we'll put it on the tour hopefully, and and then if we're gonna go, we have to go in the middle of the summer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, and then outside of that, it's yeah, it, it's, and it's I think crazy. We'll still, we'll still make our trips out of town because yeah. we still we're probably going to do the Rolling Hill Scramble again next year. Oh yeah, for and, sure. And you know, we'll probably still make our trip out to the Bowl. Um, Maple Creek, we hit two or three times this year. I love that course. Yes, you guys are. Uh, you got out there twice. Yes, uh, and then I was able to get out there because I I didn't make it out for the tour date because I was injured at the time. Um, but I went out there. I really do like that little nine hole track. That's a, uh, that's a fun course that plays well to our misses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is one we'll definitely nice, have to play nice course. Yeah. Nice course to get around. And again, all these courses are like an hour away from town. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to get out to Cypress Hills again at some point. We can some, get out there maybe, this year, maybe next year, maybe next year. Yeah. We'll get out there again and uh, play that one. Cause I, that was a really nice nine holes as well. I'd like to play Brooks. Like it'd be nice to get to Brooks and play Brooks and maybe and uh, we were going to go to Coldale that didn't work out so yeah maybe it'd get back to Land O'Lakes because I played it like twenty five years ago yeah well it just so happened that we have a we have a, a great uh, great ability to pick weekends where tournaments are being played <laughs> when we're trying to book things so, so. But there there it is and that's our season and uh, we didn't get as many podcasts in this season as we did last season but that's because we played a shit ton of golf. Yeah, we were too busy playing golf. And, and, I'll, I mean, and I'll be honest, I'd rather play golf than do podcasts, but uh, we still have to kind of keep in touch. And uh, Yeah, the podcast and, is fun, but I mean, again, we've both... We've both found a love for being at the golf course. Yes, we're going uh, back like like I mean, right now. As soon as, soon as like, we're done this uh, yes. done this episode, right we're now here. it's three forty two. We have a four thirty tee time, and we're going to be down there to the golf course again. And we'll be down to the golf course again tomorrow with some friends. 
to go and play another round, and uh, that's what this is all about. Yeah, so... Uh, and if anybody is coming to Medicine Hat or coming out this way and wants to play a round of golf with us next year... Oh, chat again, us up. Just chat us up, and we'll we'll get the tee times booked, and we'll... We'll make we'll it be, happen. We'll make it happen. We'll be ready for you. You betcha. All right, guys, so... Uh, yeah, we'll chit-chat with you guys later. We'll see you again throughout the winter um, with some guest podcasts and stuff. And uh, other than that, take care. All right. May your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be findable. Later. Later.